Welcome to Shopaholics Japan, where we chat about life in Japan and the amazing Japanese products we can't live without. I'm Grant. I'm Cheska. And I'm Kai. And we are your hosts for this week. This podcast is powered by World Shopping, which makes online shopping on Japanese stores easy. Today, we are talking about a rather open topic, secondhand shopping in Japan. The country is filled with thousands of shops selling used goods, often called recycle shops, which let you pick out some important or interesting items on the cheap. So I think this is something that is really prevalent in Japan and something that we've all taken part in. Let's start with Kai. What's something used that you've bought in Japan? Let's see. I've bought my bookshelf used, my refrigerator used, my pressure cooker used, pretty much any appliance I've bought in the last two years. If I could find it used, I've bought it used. Oh, uh, yes. Mm. Appliances is a good one. My old washing machine or the first washing machine I had when I first moved to Japan was used. It was much, much cheaper getting it that way. Yeah, same here. I think the only appliance I got new was my microwave slash oven because ovens are uncommon in Japan and I wanted to be able to like actually bake cakes and cookies. So I had mm. to go like find when they had an oven feature. So let's talk about when we first noticed that secondhand shopping is really prevalent in Japan. Jessica, when you came to Japan, when was your first kind of eureka moment? where you thought, oh, actually, I could buy anything used. So when I first came to Japan, I went to a language school. And mm. rather than try and arrange housing before I got to Japan, I just like, all right, just sign me up for the dorm for at least this first semester, and then I'll figure out living arrangements after that. So once I got here, and I had to start thinking about finding a place to live so I didn't have to pay the crazy fees for a dorm, I asked around like classmates and other people who weren't living in the dorm. They're like, oh, yeah, go to like any recycle shop which is like the common term for mm. used stuff stores in Japan. Really, honestly, all you have to do is basically like search recycle shop and even just Google Maps since they're so all over the place. I didn't really have much of an idea of what to expect. So I was like, right. oh, well, here's a red dot on the map that's kind of <laughs> close by. So I just walked in and was like, oh, oh, they have like everything here. <laughs> that's how I got Anything I could possibly need for moving out of the dorm. Yeah, for me, I think the first time I really understood the power of used goods culture in Japan is my first place I lived in Japan. It was pretty close to a book off. And mm. we're going to talk about all the off stores pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Book off has a lot of used media, mostly books, but they also have CDs and music and video games and DVDs and some other miscellaneous stuff as well. And I remember walking in there and I saw like a ton of manga. That was incredibly cheap. There was a series I read to like improve my Japanese called Vagabond. And they had all of the Vagabond titles for about maybe 2000 yen. And this is about 24 tankobons or 24 volumes. Oh, so it, it's about, prices. yes, a hundred yen per volume, which I thought was insane. I, I could just walk into this random store and buy the entire volume of Vagabond right then and there. And they also had games from like the eighties and nineties that would be impossible to find in America, but it's just in walking distance from my home. So ever since I discovered Book Off, I've become like a real huge fan of secondhand shopping. What about you, Kai? When was the first time you experienced the joy of secondhand shopping in Japan? I don't know about the joy, but <laughs> I so the necessity. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> when I first moved here, I lived really close to a shoten guy, which is a Japanese shopping street. That street, there was a little local recycle shop. Now. I didn't know that was there when I first moved here. So 
I bought my refrigerator new, my washing machine new, my microwave new. I bought everything new, furnished my apartment. You know, I thought I was getting a great deal. You know, I think all in all, I spent less than a thousand bucks on everything. And I'm walking down the street one day, I see this recycle shop. And I was like, all right, if I ever need to recycle something, that might be cool. So I walk in on a whim, well, head in there and find out, no, it's, it's not for recycling. It's a secondhand shop. They had everything I was looking for at a third of the price each. So joy wouldn't describe the feeling I felt, but that was the first time I came across a secondhand shop. As Cheska mentioned, recycle shop is the common term, but yeah, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I guess you are recycling, but if you yeah, hear as an true. English speaker, you think like, oh, do I just bring my like my junk here and just toss it in a bin or something? But that's it a is- good point. Having like been around the term for so long, it doesn't sound weird anymore. Mm. But I guess like taking a step back and looking at the English just recycle shop. Yeah, you would like, oh, my TV broke, but I don't know, maybe I should instead of just throw it in the dumpster, like recycle <laughs> it properly. Right. So let's talk about some of the more prominent recycle shops in Japan. I think the number one is probably Second Street. So Kai, can you explain what is Second Street? All right. So Second Street is a secondhand, I guess primarily a secondhand clothes shop, though recently they do sell other things. And you can find everything from high-end branded goods, luxury designer brand goods, all the way down to Uniqlo stuff there for a fraction of the price. If I need a shirt that I don't want that I don't mind getting dirty, I could pick up something there for a hundred yen. Or mm-hmm. on the other side of the coin, I picked up a leather jacket that stateside would have cost me a thousand bucks for maybe only about two hundred. Mm. Oh wow, that's a great deal. Wow. It's uh, interesting like how much kind of high-end brand items that are very commonly seen in these secondhand used mm. stores in Japan. And they're not in bad condition either, like you said. Yeah, that was one thing that kind of struck me when I first walked in. Because I've been, I've been to Goodwill, the Salvation Army, you know, that similar secondhand shops stateside. In the secondhand shops in Japan, you can pick up really nice clothes. And, and it's not like something out of your dead uncle's closet from <laughs> 20, 30 years ago. You know, this is last season's fashion items that would look perfectly fine today. Mm. Yeah, and it's not like it was, oh, well, I need to get rid of this because the zipper is completely busted. So I'll just get it to a secondhand shop and then it can be someone else's problem. Like there's nothing wrong with the items. Yeah. Some of them look brand new. Yeah. And in Tokyo, especially there is an entire neighborhood dedicated to these used shops, not just second street, many other used clothing stores. This Mm. neighborhood is called Shimo Kitazawa, which is kind of close to Shinjuku. And it's a very hip, very trendy neighborhood. A lot of young people that will go there and almost every store is a used clothing store. And what's funny is that, it really shifts towards the trend of youth culture. So I think if you're over 30, you might not have a whole lot of interest to go there, but it's kind of funny to see, oh, what are people buying that are, you know, in college or maybe even in high school? Especially recently, a common trend is vintage kind of American clothing almost, like big Uh, t-shirts. Oh, really? And so maybe if you notice that a lot of people are wearing like old sports jerseys, or a lot of oversized t-shirts as well. Many of these stores in Kishimo Kitazawa are filled with like a bunch of old t-shirts from America, which is pretty funny. Oh, wow. Maybe like any of the like Americans in Japan right now should just go to there just for the whole 
the sole sake of a nostalgia trip. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I remember when that was popular. Definitely. Yeah. So, so weirdest thing, a lot of these vintage fashion shops, and I want to separate vintage fashion shops from secondhand shops because a lot of these recycle stores, secondhand shops, you know, you can find great deals on great items. Mm. Vintage shops, everything is really, really expensive. Yeah. And you'll find American t-shirts from like some kid's summer camp. Yes. It's really that obscure. Yeah. It's like the weirdest oh, thing. Man. It's like someone's literally cleaning out their closet and selling it for like 30 bucks a t-shirt. I have to admit, I get really curious whenever I see like a Japanese person walking around with like an American sports team, some kind of like clothing item, mm. a jersey or a hat or whatever. I'm like, do they have it because they like the team? Or it's just an American item, or if it is because they like the team, how in the world did they like, mm. oh, yeah, I, I live in Shinjuku in Tokyo, and I'm a huge Denver Broncos fan or something. <laughs> I think it is like half and half. I read recently that a recent popular item is Oakland A's goods, like the Oakland A's hat and Oakland A's jersey. And this is not something that you probably oh. notice, but if you look for it, you will notice a lot of people wearing like Oakland A stuff. Because recently it's gotten trendy. Why? I, I don't know the reason, Why but I just trendy? know that it's trendy. So if you want to be trendy in Japan, wear an Oakland A's hat. And outside of 2nd Street, probably the most popular recycle shop is the Off franchise. Jessica, can you explain what are the Off stores? Uh, let me first give my guess as to why they all are like the Off stores. Hmm. I'm guessing based on the concept of uh, discounts, like, oh, how much money Off the price. Yes. So they're okay. So maybe that's, that's, that's my supposition as well. Okay. But yeah, so it's almost like they named all of their shops based on like the genre they cater to. Hmm. So book off deals with used books, although not just used books, right. maybe like media, yes. I guess. And then <laughs> I think one of the weirdest ones is liquor off. Yes. <laughs> I don't really know how that fits in. Like, used liquor i don't know i've never gone into one of those so i don't know exactly what they sell i think it's just maybe um, unsold stock like dead stock and they're just maybe, selling it for a yeah. cheaper price yeah and then hobby off let's see what's another one? Oh, another one i know i'm familiar with the name hard off yes. but i don't remember what it's actually for I, just i'm gonna get really into of, hard off uh, don't so don't worry yeah <laughs> there's also off house which sells houseware items and oh really yes, there's also a mode off, which I believe sells music mode. or sound. Yeah, sound related items. So oh. like you mentioned, huh. basically every type of off has its own focus. Like book off is media, liquor off is liquor for whatever reason. Hobby off has <laughs> like toys and things like that. But for me, mm -hmm. my favorite is definitely hard off. And by hard, they mean hardware, I suppose, like physical items. Okay. Okay. At hard that, that makes yes. sense. <laughs> at hard off, you can pretty much buy anything you can possibly think of. They're not really geared towards clothing, but they have furniture, they have guitars, instruments. They also have a ton of media, like Book Off. You can think of it almost like a super Book Off mm -hmm. of sorts. Oh, interesting. You'll find the most unusual items in Hard Off. I don't know where they originally came from, but you can find them there. I think the most- Okay, well, you need to give us some stories. My most memorable one is like this giant, like almost six foot tall, like wooden frog statue. That was just selling for about $200. I have no idea where this came from, okay. who sold it, who would possibly want to buy it, but it's there. And I also saw- Did you buy the six foot frog? <laughs> I, I'm having regrets that I didn't now, now that I've been, I'm explaining it. 
Yeah, that's what you say. That's what you say. And Secretly, off camera, it's like right next to you. <laughs> I also saw this old like vinyl record player from maybe the 60s that is really huge. It's almost like the size of a desk. It was also a little expensive, but it looked really like stylish and something that was made in Japan. And if you like video games, which we'll probably have another episode about this, but mm-hmm. you can buy a lot of old hardware at Hardoff, even going back from like the 80s and 90s. And a lot of it. Oh, okay. So I see what you mean about it being like book off on steroids. Yes. Because you can get some hardware yes. of game stuff at book off. Yes. Especially if you have an interest in like old Japanese media or old Japanese hardware. Because now everything is like in your iPhone. But especially in the 80s and 90s, Japan had a lot of unique electronic devices that were only sold in Japan and often for these very specific tasks. And you can see a lot of them at Hard Off. So it is kind of almost like a retro electronic museum for like Japanese history. Actually, now you've got me thinking, I'm going to have to go look for one. This is a little side tangent, Hmm. but at a book off, I got a Japanese N64, Nintendo 64. Hmm. And for some reason, well, not for some reason, like it won't work with the TV, the two TVs that I have, I guess, because they're so new that the signal Mm. from the audio video cables, like isn't recognized by the new model. So maybe if I go to a hard off, I could find one of those old like CRT TVs. Mm. CRTs are kind of hard to come by these days. Oh, really? Uh. Yeah. I feel bad. I have this. Nintendo 64. I was so excited. I got it. And then I got Donkey Kong for it. And I'm like, great. And I can't actually use it. (laughs) Oh, I also wanted to mention, you mentioned Book Off earlier. There's actually an entire neighborhood Mm -hmm. in Tokyo kind of dedicated towards selling used books. It's called Jean Bocho. And at this place, you can buy, there's many bookstores only selling used books. So it's kind of interesting that, that, oh, Tokyo has a neighborhood for used clothing. And Tokyo has a neighborhood for use books. So you can kind of really understand how prevalent uh, secondhand shopping is in Japan that dedicate an entire, not just a shopping street, not just a store, but like a mini neighborhood just towards this concept of secondhand shopping. Yeah. And like specialized secondhand shopping. And yeah, of course there's Akihabara if you wanted to buy old, Uh. like uh, otaku related goods as well. And another thing I wanted to mention are flea markets in Tokyo that often sell old antique items. Have any of you visited a flea market in Tokyo? In Tokyo, no. What about in Fukuoka? Is there any famous flea market? Famous? I don't know, but I do know that I have one about five to 10 minutes down the road from my house. Mm. And it is a chaotic mess in there. Mm. There's no organization. (laughs) There's no rhyme or reason. I didn't even know it was a store the first few times I passed. I thought it was just storage. Mm. But they do have everything you could possibly imagine so long as it was made sometime before 2001. The language school that I went to Every semester, they like sponsored a mini flea market Mm. outside, like in front of our building. And uh, so I guess I got like the light version experience. Mm. I've been to a few in Tokyo. They often have them pretty frequently every weekend or so. One of the more famous ones is actually near the horse racing track. So it's kind of funny Mm. that, oh, you can watch horse racing and buy some old antique items as well. And (laughs) especially in Kanto, there's the multi-nai market where you can just bring stuff that you have to sell there. So you don't even have to, there's like special booths dedicated. Of course, you could just set up your own little booth if you apply it beforehand. But also if you go there with like some shirts, you could just sell it there on the spot. So it's pretty useful for people who, you know, have a lot of stuff that they want to get rid of, but they're not quite sure how to get rid of it. 
And of course, you can also do a lot of online shopping for used goods. You don't just have to live in Tokyo to experience Japanese secondhand shopping. So I wanted to highlight a couple of online shops that also have secondhand goods. There's a lot that are dedicated to electronics, like we mentioned before. One I wanted to call out is Kitamura, which sells used cameras. Now, of course, a lot of people use you know, their iPhone for cameras, but if you want to be more specific or get that perfect shot, you probably have a DSLR camera or a more specialized lens or something like that. But these can be pretty mm-hmm. expensive, like thousands of dollars if you want to buy a new camera. But Shop Kitamura, they have it for much more affordable prices. And yeah, if you buy a used goods item in Japan, it's almost like new. Maybe not exactly, but it is way higher quality than you could possibly imagine. Yeah, and it definitely works too. Like, yes. I know at least my experiences back in America, like, well, if it's an electronics item, you buy it and hope that it works, but mm. it's definitely not the majority of the time, at yes. least in my experience. Another one is SoftMap, which sells a lot of old electronics, especially computers. Like again, computers, a new MacBook in Japan, quite expensive, thousands of dollars you're looking at. SoftMap has some cheaper options. And there's also a lot that are geared towards specific hobbies. Like we talked about, you know, finding manga at Book Off, but Manga Zincon hmm. also has a lot of used manga. And in Japan, manga is way, way, way cheaper than the West. Oh, yeah. So even if you can't read Japanese, you know, the art is still great. And if you're studying Japanese, I think manga is a really useful tool. So getting it used is probably the best way to go. Yeah, how much yeah, does manga cost in the States? I've never bought manga stateside. You know, you're paying about maybe $10 or even more for just like one volume. But in Japan, you could probably buy yeah. it for like 100 yen. Yeah, I've definitely bought all my manga for like 50 yen a pop. Yes. Yeah, and I would imagine saying the like $10 is maybe like old. It's maybe closer to like 15 or 20 now, maybe, probably, I would yeah. guess. And a shop I, I called out in a previous episode, but might as well call them out again here, Disc Union. They have a lot of old vintage mm. vinyl records, something that's been kind of trendy recently. You know, when I was a kid, you know, nobody really cared about vinyl records, but now a lot of people, even my generation, are suddenly getting into it. And of course, the music scene in Japan is huge, and there's a ton of really high quality. They're still almost pristine, just like new vinyl records from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s that you can just pick up at Disc Union. So one thing I wanted to ask you guys about is why is secondhand shopping so prevalent in Japan? Why is there such a huge used goods culture in Japan? I have no idea. Not a single clue. I appreciate it. And I, I appreciate that in you know Japan, a lot of these secondhand shops will actually check the electronic items or mechanical items to make sure they work before selling them. Or And if not, they'll, it'll be clearly labeled, this is junk, this is broken, it's sold as is. Mm-hmm. I, I know the local secondhand shop near me was selling a broken MacBook and it told me exactly what's wrong with it too. So if I wanted to try oh, and wow. fix it myself, I was like... I thought that was a nice bonus, but no, I have no idea. What about you, Cheska? Why do you think used goods and secondhand shopping is so popular in Japan? I kind of have two guesses. My first guess is more related to like the appliance, furniture, that aspect Mm. of used good culture. And that uh, because Japan is a really small country, garbage has to be like, they have to be really on top of... uh, garbage not taking up like space or like how to dispose of things yeah and a lot of people like oh i have this really big bulky desk but i got a nice new one i don't need this desk anymore but it costs actually a lot of money for like 
oversized garbage or like oversized collections to have someone like take care of it for you. Whereas a lot of like recycle shops, if you want to sell them large items, they actually will come and like get it too. Mm. So it's easier than having to like pay whatever the fee is to have like oversized garbage take care of it. That's true. Yeah. It, I mean, I know some secondhand shops have actually started charging you to go take your stuff for, to then resell, but oh, really? it's usually still a lot cheaper than just trying to toss it out on the street mm-hmm. through, you know, oversized collections. Yeah. My other guess is kind of just like a vague idea in that from ancient time in Japan, like the whole Shinto idea of everything having a soul in it. Mm. So you don't necessarily like want to throw something away because it's disrespectful to the item. So like finding new uses for things mm. possibly relates to this. I don't know, though. That's a complete guess on my mm. part. Yeah, that's a good. What about you, Greg? That's a good theory. I'm also kind of wondering where if it's like a cycle where since there are so many recycle shops, people have a venue for them to get rid of their old things without throwing it away. Anything you have in your mm-hmm. home, you could possibly make money off of it when you're done with it. So I think a lot That's of people a are point. kind of discouraged by throwing stuff away because, you know, these stores exist. Uh, but then there's also, you know, the chicken and the egg kind of thing. Well, why do those stores mm-hmm. exist? It's possibly because, you know, in Japan, maybe there's a propensity towards reusing items for whatever reason. And I think especially during like the electronics boom, like in the 70s and mm-hmm. 80s by Japan, you know, you have these huge companies like Sony and Toshiba. They're making tons and tons of new products and a lot of bespoke products that are only for the Japanese market. Like, for example, like taku- mm. takoyaki pans, something that's not being sold yeah. in a lot of other countries. And like rice cookers. When, when I was a kid, like I never saw a rice cooker. But now in America, you could probably go to Walmart or wherever and just buy like a Japanese made like zojidushi rice cooker. Yeah, I agree. You definitely couldn't find that when I was a kid in America. Yeah. Early, okay, not like at a like a random Walmart. Right. No. Yeah. So I think just because people understand like these electronics have use, and you know, but there's also you know the desire to upgrade, but you don't want to just toss it out. And of course, especially in modern days, Japan has very strict trash rules, so people mm-hmm. are really given an opportunity to reuse, you know, make some money based on something that you have, and I think that's great because. If you're not from Japan, you can walk into a hard off or walk into a recycle shop and kind of see a bit of history and a bit understanding of, you know, Japanese daily life. You know, what are the things people are using? How do they use it? Why do they get rid of it? Once you kind of like oh, I agree. go into these places, you kind of get a sense of like authentic Japanese living. I actually think it's fun just to go to recycle shops to walk around because... Mm. Nothing is uniform. Like you never know what you're going to see. It's just fun just from that aspect. Definitely. Yeah. I actually check out the recycle shop by my house every time I go grocery shopping because it's on the way. Mm. It drives my wife nuts because I was like, come on, let's, let's go check it out. Let's see what's there today. <laughs> but, there's, but there's always something different. There's always something new. Yes. Yeah. And that's it for this week's episode. If you're curious about these shops or there's a store in Japan you like, you can buy anything from Japan with World Shopping. You'll see the World Shopping banner appear on hundreds of Japanese sites, allowing you to instantly buy anything from participating shops in Japan, including some we talked about today, like Kitamura, which sells cameras, Manga Zencon, where you can buy used manga, SoftMap for other used electronics and computers, Disc Union for vinyl records, and more. 
and we can buy items from any shop in Japan. Search World Shopping Global for more information and start shopping today. You can also find us on social media. Just search for World Shopping on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. See you later. Or in Japanese, Matane. Matane. Jane.